This is LBC News. 12.45 now on LBC News. And let's get more on the big development we had in America last night. Donald Trump uh, accusing authorities behind his criminal prosecution of trying to jeopardise his re-election attempt. The former president is facing 34 charges over payments to suppress potentially damaging stories during the 2016 election. He has continued to attack the integrity of prosecutors and the judge overseeing the case. Well, let's bring in uh, LBC News. West uh, Washington correspondent Simon Marks. Simon, great to speak to you this lunchtime. Uh, Quite the evening that we had in America. Yes, absolutely, Simon. Uh, Donald Trump no sooner had returned to Mar-a-Lago after spending uh, Tuesday afternoon being fingerprinted, uh, arraigned on those 34 charges of falsifying business records and pleading not guilty in a Manhattan courtroom. All of that, of course, making history as he became the first sitting or former occupant of the Oval Office ever to face criminal charges. But the second he got back to Mar-a-Lago, he addressed his supporters in a ballroom at his sprawling estate in Florida and insisted he'd done nothing wrong. The only crime that I have committed is to fearlessly defend our nation from those who seek to destroy it. And just hours after the judge in the case had warned him to moderate some of the comments that he had been making publicly and on social media, in which he had attacked the judge, the judge's wife, the judge's daughter and the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, accusing them all of being anti-Trump and part of a radical left plot by the Biden regime uh, to uh, diminish his uh, chances uh, of running uh, for the uh, presidency in 2024, securing the Republican Party's nomination in that race, Donald Trump insisted that the real person to blame is his prosecutor, Alvin Bragg. The criminal is the district attorney because he illegally leaked massive amounts of grand jury information (laughs) for which he should be prosecuted. Or at a minimum, he should resign. And Trump has been back at it here this morning on social media. 23 minutes ago on his Truth Social platform, he wrote, Republicans in Congress should defund the Department of Justice and the FBI until they come to their senses. The Democrats, he wrote, have totally weaponized law enforcement in our country and are viciously using this abuse of power to interfere with our already under siege elections. And there was another message published 10 minutes earlier. Almost every legal and political analyst has said that the unfair and morally disgusting indictment filed against me yesterday has no merit. There was no crime, writes Trump. And anyway, the statute of limitations has been violated by many years. That may be a claim that his lawyers put to the test. Up in New York yesterday, his tormentor, the Manhattan District attorney Alvin Bragg absolutely standing by his decision to bring charges against Donald Trump that relate to the falsification of business records uh, uh, concerning the $130,000 payment that Trump made uh, to adult 
film actress uh, Stormy Daniels uh, a $150,000 payment made to a former uh, Playboy centerfold and a $30,000 payment made uh, to a doorman at Trump Tower who falsely claimed that Trump had had uh, a child outside marriage. Here's Alvin Bragg yesterday talking about the nature of his case in which he essentially argues that Donald Trump committed a conspiracy to defraud the public in the 2016 election by covering up payments made, hush money payments made, in a bid to make sure that uh, publicity about those payments wouldn't diminish his chances of beating Hillary Clinton in that presidential race. At its core, this case today is one with allegations like so many of our white-collar cases. Allegations that someone lied again and again to protect their interests and evade the laws to which we are all held accountable. As this office has done time and time again, we today uphold our solemn responsibility to ensure that everyone stands equal before the law. But there are questions about the nature of the prosecution that Alvin Bragg is bringing against Donald Trump because he has elevated uh, many of the charges from misdemeanors, which are the lowest level criminal offence in the United States. You run a red light uh, and you get a rap over the knuckles legally. He's elevated them to the status of felonies. And that means that were Donald Trump to be convicted on all counts, he could be sentenced to up to four years in jail. These are far more serious crimes than the lower-level case that he could have brought against the former president. Now, in order to establish that Donald Trump was engaged in felonious conduct, the prosecutor has to prove that this was all part of a conspiracy to cover up another crime, to conceal other illegal activity. Now, he insists publicly at his press conference yesterday and in the indictment that he's got evidence to suggest that Donald Trump was doing all of this in a bid to hoodwink the public going into the 2016 election and essentially to game the outcome of that election, breaking America's election laws. But he doesn't identify in the indictment the laws in question that he says Donald Trump was trying to break. And when he was pressed by reporters at his press conference yesterday uh, to unmask ask them, uh, he demurred and said that he could certainly identify the laws, but he'd be doing that as part of the legal process that lies ahead. That is definitely going to be a potential Achilles heel for his case, and it is one that Trump's lawyers are going to seize upon in their efforts to try and get the case dismissed. Uh, but all of this, Simon, is going to take a very, very long time, because the next scheduled hearing in this case isn't going to occur in New York until December the 4th. And that's just going to be the second preliminary hearing. That's not the start of the trial. So this issue is going to continue grabbing the spotlight here all the way through for the rest of this year and into uh, the presidential primary campaign that will be getting underway next winter. And this is just the beginning because there are three other jurisdictions that may, within a matter of weeks, bring criminal cases of their own uh, against Donald Trump. And just briefly, Simon, I think that the question many people here at least will have is how this could affect or impact his run to be uh, for the presidency again in 2024. 24 hours on, 
How much has changed on that front, do we think? Well, I think all we can focus on is the short term because we don't know what's going to happen next and what the impact of additional criminal charges would be. But if you look at the Reuters Ipsos poll that was published on uh, Monday, it shows Trump now enjoys a 29 percentage point lead over his second placed rival for the Republican Party's presidential nomination, the as yet undeclared Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, although we all know that he's going to run for the presidency. Uh, That's uh, a substantial gain in the last three weeks. I think Trump uh, has seen a swing of about 14% in the last three weeks. And in that same poll, the majority of Republicans say they believe that Trump made hush money payments to Stormy Daniels in order to impact the outcome of the 2016 presidential election. In other words, it's baked into their thinking and more of them are now backing Trump than were backing him before news of these indictments broke. Simon, thank you as ever for the update. Simon Marks, LBC News, Washington correspondent.